Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the changing face of real estate. The internet has been one of our biggest challenges because a lot of the information, we've opened the barn gates. People can get uh, information really very easily, but we as realtors serve a purpose. And the purpose is, it's relationship building and making sure that people get what they actually want. Unquestionably, real estate, particularly residential real estate, is an important issue to many of us listening to the show. But, you know, internationally, many more people are coming to the D.C. region for reasons other than to be close to federal government. Talk about that and the growing community of immigrants who are coming here and making their way in the residential real estate market is Lorraine Aurora. She's chair of the Northern Virginia Association of Realtors. Well, I was very taken when I had an opportunity a few weeks ago to learn uh, your group just collaborated with a few others and went over to France and was selling the region and why people should come and locate here. You learned some really interesting stuff. Oh, it was absolutely fabulous. We didn't know what to expect, but we know that a lot of people come into the area for reasons other than the federal government, as you said. This was the largest and is the largest trade fair where we had over 26,000 people that attended. And we had a booth, uh, the Ca Greater Capital Region of Realtor Association of Realtors, along with DC Association of Realtors, um, participated. And it was fantastic because people are coming in for a number of reasons. They don't want the big monstrosities. There's a lot of interest coming into this area. People want to move here. They want to live here. They want to play. There are investment opportunities. And I was totally blown away because they're from all over the country. It's called MIPM. And I'm not going to even try uh, giving you the French version, but that's what it is. It's really heartening to hear that notwithstanding the cloud that hangs over the town politically, that when you get outside the region and you go overseas, people are still able to see the positive aspects of A, living in this region and B, living in the United States. It sounds to me like you saw that a lot. Absolutely. And it's the American dream and people still want to come to the U.S., um, I know way back when, when I came here as a, a young girl, young girl, I wouldn't call her anyway. But when I came into this country, my parents couldn't get uh, a mortgage because they had no credit. So they paid cash for their tiny little house. And when they bought their home, being involved and watching how the whole process um, played out, they, they got their realtor who was um, someone from their church and I saw things that could have been done differently. So I decided to get into real estate and get my license because even though that was not my background, um, I wanted to make sure that when I bought a home or my siblings bought a home, I'd do it the way I wanted it. What I love about that story, there are a couple of things. One, I, I love the the self-made aspects. That's just a story that echoes so many different ways here in the region with so many people. But you know what's funny? I've had entrepreneurs come in and talk about why they started businesses. And they say exactly what you said. Somebody gets PO'd because they see something done wrong and they say, you know what, I have to fix that. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's part of the reason why I even got into, uh, took over chair, I was voted. But it's making a difference, making a difference in the lives of our members. We have over 12,000, almost 13,000 members and they want to earn a livelihood. And that's important. And if we can help them engage uh, and make a decent living, then I feel I have accomplished something. So when I think about 
what's going on in the real estate industry, there are technologists and people that are launching businesses that are trying desperately to disintermediate and take agents out of the equation. But it, it sounds to me like, at least from your perspective, Lorraine, this is a craft and a calling. Absolutely. Uh, I was at a convention recently, the T3, it's um, the Swanepoel, uh, it's run by Stefan Swanepoel. And he had fantastic speakers and everyone said that traditional real estate is not going away is not going to go away it's going to be there but how they practice real estate is going to be different the internet has been one of our biggest challenges because a lot of the information we've opened the barn gates people can get uh, information really very easily but we as realtors serve a purpose and the purpose is it's relationship building and making sure that people get what they actually want. You can't have a computer or an algorithm kind of define the house that you buy. You can to a certain extent, but that human aspect cannot be taken away. So I agree with that. And a lot of the work I do around technology, people talk to me about algorithms and machine learning and so forth. And you know, you see it when you go on Amazon and you make the mistake of buying a piece of Lego for your kid and for the next 20 years, <laughs> and every time Lego comes out, it's like, you might like, well, I did when he was six, now he's 23. Algorithms are not good for that. People right. want to relate to people. You know, Lorraine, as I think about this market and I think about the, the power of home, uh, an issue that comes up fairly frequently now when I speak with people, there are two. One is housing affordability, and the second is, do the tax laws that are in, put in place, new tax cuts, are they affecting behavior? So how are you seeing the market right now? Is it still a market that people can get into? Oh, absolutely. Thanks for asking that. We as realtors, so this is another aspect of what we as realtors do. We defended the mortgage interest deduction. They were trying to take that away. And in the past, you could deduct up to a million dollars, the interest, you know, up to a million dollars. That has been reduced to a certain extent. It's reduced to 750. I'm not a tax consultant, and the way they work it is slightly different, but we were able to save that. That's important because the American dream, everyone wants a part of the American dream. People say, oh, the millennials don't want to buy a home. They want to live in a condo. It's affordability. And when they come out with a lot of debt from schools, they can't afford it. So we're working with things to help them grow and, and have, you know, buy a piece of the American dream. And they're putting off having families and children, so they're waiting. Um, and then they do move out to the uh, suburbs and, you know, have a home and buy a home and live there. So, yes, the taxes it did impact it. We didn't have enough inventory. That has creeped up. Some of it is cyclical, but that has creeped up. So the inventory is raised just a little bit. But if a house is priced right and it shows well, it will sell. Well, I really appreciate you coming in and, and taking the time. It's As I say, it's really heartening to see a Washingtonian get out of Washington, go overseas and be welcomed with open arms. I want to hear that more. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for having me. All right, Lorraine Orr, Chair of Northern Virginia Association of Realtors. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. 
And a thank you to our sponsor, Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. Their business development team can help you find the best talent, an ideal location, and the latest in market and business intelligence so you can do business successfully in the greater Washington region and Montgomery County. Your business success starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com. Support for this podcast comes from University of Maryland Smith School of Business, where students learn to harness data to meet tomorrow's challenges. More information about the Smith School MBA program is available at rhsmith.umd.edu. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>